Just lift your hands and begin to bless the name of the Lord. Lift your hands and continue to worship Him. Lift your hands and begin to tell God something. Just let Him know that you are alive today because of His grace. And you are alive today because He has made it possible. Daniel Miyansi, Manyangupongu said, We need salt near Onunyangupongu. Why a mouth? Oh, can we be channel? Can we be channel? Can we be channel? Tell him something. Tell him something this morning. Tell him that, Father, if it had not been for your grace and your mercies upon me, where would I have been? Where would I have been today? Yes, Lord, Father, we thank you. Father, we give you all the praise. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we magnify you. Father, we exalt you. Lord, we exalt you. We give you all the praise this morning, Lord. Father, we worship you this morning. Father, we bless your name. Father, we give you all the glory. Kerobatika <laughs> I feel the presence of the Lord in our midst this morning. Just lift your hands and begin to worship. Oh, Samisha, Samisha,
them without the instrument say you alone you We say you, you alone, make my spirit you. Oh Lord, you alone, I have a heart. I want to hear your voices alone. Say you alone, you. Kapa, 
Just begin to speak in tongues. Just begin to speak in tongues. Just rise up in tongues. Begin to speak in tongues. The Lord is in our midst. The Lord is in our midst. The Lord is in our midst. We bless your name, Father, we bless your name. We exalt you this morning, O Lord. We are what we are by your grace, O Lord. Not because we we, we, we are able to take care of ourselves. But it's just because you have had mercy on us. We are not better than the people who are dead. We are not better than the people who are in the hospital. No. We are not better than the people who are in the mortuary. Yes, Lord. But it is just by your grace, O oh Lord. Jesus. It is by your grace, O oh Lord. Yes, Lord. It is by your grace, O oh Lord. Jesus. It is by your grace, O oh Lord. Yes, Lord. That we live today. And we have our being. Yes, Lord. We exalt your name, O oh Lord. We exalt your name, O oh Lord. Jesus. For when the enemy came yes, to sift us like wheat, yes. Jesus, you interceded for yes, us. You delivered us. Yes, you Lord. saved our soul. Yes. And this morning, O oh Lord, Jesus. together we lift our hands. Yes, Lord. And we say thank you, Lord. Yes. 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 Receive all the glory, Lord. Jesus. For you alone deserve it. Amen. And we give it all unto you. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Put your hands together on the Lord. Please take your seats. Humbly sit down in the presence of the Lord. I feel that God, the presence of the Lord is in our midst. And our lives are never going to be the same. Before we live here, no one encounters God and goes back the same. So as we have come into His presence to have an encounter with Him, I know that you will not live the same as you came. Something will happen to you before you leave this place. In the name of we Jesus. If you believe it, we put your hands together unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise Him. Oh, I can't feel you. Praise Him. Uh-huh. You are coming small, small. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. Yes, our Jesus is alive. That is why He's in our midst today. And that is 
the reason why we will not live the same. Because the Bible says, as he was in the days of Moses, he is still the same. He never changes. He is the same yesterday. He is the same today. And he will be the same forever. So when I say praise him, Ah, you are not here. I say praise him. Beautiful. It means that your Jesus is in alive. Hallelujah. Amen. So this morning, quickly, uh, time is not on our side. So we want to share something very quickly from the word of God. It is something that our Father has given unto us for us all to share so that we will all be blessed. This thing that I'm coming to share with you, I have also read through it. And it has been a blessing to me. That is why I know that you too, it is going to be a blessing to you. Oh, you didn't put your hands together. It is going to be a blessing to your life. And you are never going to be the same. Amen. Amen. Alright, so this morning, Morning, our father wants us to learn something and the topic of what we are going to learn is understanding the things that hinder access to divine wisdom understanding the things that hinder access to divine wisdom and I said, or hinders us from getting heavenly wisdom and I said, or divine knowledge. And that's what we are going to share today. And I pray that in the name of Jesus, by the time we are living here, you will be filled with divine wisdom. Oh, I say you will be filled with divine wisdom. And your life will never be the same. Hallelujah. Amen. So somebody will ask, what is wisdom? What at all is this wisdom that we are talking about? When you go into the dictionary, you will just find out that wisdom is the application of knowledge. So your ability to make the right judgment when you are faced with a situation is what is called wisdom. Are you here please? Uh -huh. So your ability to make the right judgment when you are faced with any problem, any situation. Amen. Amen. So for example, if you are home and today is Sunday, you can see that you are, uh, you, sometimes you don't feel like coming to church. And it is a Sunday morning. So as you don't feel like coming to church, then a friend will also come and come and tell you, oh, Charlie, and then, today, Madame Fubi, boss, who, or yet, one of my friends is engagement, doing an engagement, and I say, baby dedication, or a baby dedication, don't you to go and escort me? So we go and have fun. <laughs> It means that he is going to drink that is why he is going alcohol. But at that moment, you see that you face another decision of going to church. So now, as you are seated, say what you now you will be faced with this option. Whether to go to the outdooring or the engagement or whatever. Engagement or to go to church. So 
any of them that you choose is your choice but as to whether there is wisdom in that choice that you are making that is what we want to talk about so your ability to make the right judgment to make the right choice to take the right step at the right time is what our father wants us to understand so anything that will prevent you anything that will stand your way anything that will be an obstacle for you getting this divine wisdom is what we are going to share and I know that your life is never going to be the by the time you leave here in the name of Jesus so our father said something he said it is important for you to understand that wisdom is a mark and result of being spiritual so as a spiritual person wisdom is supposed to be part of your life if you just say you are spiritual you go to church you read your bible you pray and when the time comes for you to take a drastic decision when the time came for, comes for you to take an option and you go for the wrong option it means that you lack something and that thing that you are lacking is what is called wisdom so once you are a spiritual person the note of our father is telling us that one of the mark one of the things that will show us that you are really a Christian is your ability to make the right Judgment. It's your ability to take the right step when the time comes. We can go into the Bible and we will find a lot of spiritual people who operated in the spirit of wisdom. One of them is Solomon. Solomon was very wise. And the Bible says, Jesus Christ even said it, that there, has, there is none that has been wise than Solomon. So it means that before Jesus Christ came, Solomon was considered as the very, the most, the wisest person who has ever lived the face of this earth. So he also, at a point in his life, he also faced certain decisions and certain things came his way that he was supposed to take a step or do something. But as spiritual as he was, he was able to take the right decision, the right step that was able to help him. What happened? When you read the Bible, in the book of, I think, Kings, it says that a time came when two women, two women, they were having children and they were sleeping in the same room. But at midnight, something happened. One of the women slept on his baby and killed the baby. And the other one was able to take care of the baby. So around uh, dawn, when the woman who had killed his baby, when she woke up, she realized that, ah, my child is dead. What can I do? Hey, I'm in trouble. I have to find a way. So what did she do? She took the child that was dead and went gradually and went to the, 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 the other woman who was also sleeping in the same room with her. And you know, they all gave birth at the same time. So all the children looked the same. So she took her baby into the, the bed of the woman whose baby was alive and took that woman's baby and went to sleep, uh, put the baby by her bed. So in the next morning, when they all woke up, the other woman realized that ah, 
the one whose baby was who who took the the dead baby was put by her. She realized that ah. This is not my baby. This doesn't look like my baby. Because I remember at dawn, I could feel that she was, the baby was sucking my breath. So the baby is not dead. My baby is not supposed to die. So why am I having a dead baby? So she went to the woman that changed the baby. And said, hey, madam, my son is not dead. But if I look at the one lying beside oh, me, resembles my child. This is mine. I know that this is my child. And the other woman too said, Hey, Master Fawasemko, go and you know Look at the way she's rather talking to the other person. The one at fault. She, she was defending herself and said all that she could. You see, the thing became a fight. And assembly call or Hini Solomon. And he went to King so Solomon. That, so King Solomon got the uh, the, the matter got to her ear. And he called for the two women. Friend, mommy, and they came. Um, and he told them, Bring me the babies. And um, they brought the children. And, um, um, and he asked them, Who does the child belong to? The dead one, who does it belong and to? And the, the person who was holding it. Said, you said, so she said, It's not my son. It's this one. So but he's also saying, It's his son. So we don't know what to and do. Solomon said, Fine. Solomon said, Okay. He has the other one. The child that you are holding. Is it yours? He said, I swear my father can talk. Is I know how my you child is. You come and look at it here. Look at it here. You realize that it resembles my husband. It resembles one of my uncles. He was talking. Try to defend himself. While they were talking, Solomon came and said, It is fine. So now, Give me the baby who is alive. And took the child who is alive. And Oba, baby no Fred, or And he called the executioners. Or Fred, or When he called them, and Oba they came. No, be so and he asked them, What's your? And he sword. And he gave the child to the executioner. He take the child. This one says this one. This one also says I don't know what to do. Divide him into two. And give half to that. 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 And give half ワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワオワ
And as Solomon said, Solomon said, Fabofrano, give the child Fama-sama-mi. to this woman. No that is the real mother of the child. No, 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 no. Amen. So, because of that, because of wisdom, Solomon wisdom that's that was able to solve the problem for those people. So that is what, how, as a Christian, a mark that shows that you are spiritual, it has to be wisdom. You cannot be foolish and say that you are a Christian. Because, you know, meekness is not foolishness. Humility is not foolishness. The fact that you are humble and the fact that you, are, you, uh, you, you demonstrate uh, 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 humility doesn't mean that you, you are not supposed to have wisdom. So that is what Solomon did. And he saved him. Even when we look at the life of Jesus Christ, the same thing happened. One day, Jesus Christ was walking. And at the moment, the, the, the the people, the people saw that he was going, and they rushed to him with a certain woman, and they told Jesus Christ that this woman was caught in the act of adultery. She was fornicating. We saw the man on him, so she cannot hide. So right now, the laws of Moses says that when you catch a woman in adultery or in fornication. The moment you catch her, the next thing that you are supposed to do is to make sure that you stone her to death. Just kill her at, at, the, at that instant. So when that woman was caught, what was supposed to happen was that they were supposed to take her to where they would stone her. So as they were taking her, they came to Jesus and they brought her and they said, "Aha, uh-huh. you are the master." You are the one who was from God. You are the spiritual person. You are the one that is filled with the Holy Ghost. You are the Christian. So now we have come with this problem. So you, Jesus Christ, come and judge this problem. So when they brought the woman, under normal circumstances, the right thing was supposed to be done. And Jesus Christ knew that the, the writing was supposed to be done. Because Jesus Christ knew the Bible and knows what is in the Bible. That is why he was able to tell the devil when the devil came again to tempt him. He was able to tell him that it is written. So Jesus Christ knows what is written. So at that moment, Jesus Christ knew that the woman was supposed to be stoned to death. But what did he do? Now when the situation came to him, he demonstrated wisdom. He demonstrated wisdom. He demonstrated wisdom. In that situation, what did Jesus Christ do? He just told them, okay, you are right. I know that this woman has sinned. And you are supposed to stone her to death. The laws of Moses say, so you are right to stone her to death. But here is a stone. The person, why any of you that thinks that you have not seen before, if you know that you are perfect and there is no sin on you, come and take this stone. Be the first person to cast the stone at this woman. The moment he spoke, he said, I finished. And he went his way and went to kneel down and was doing his own thing. And the Bible says, the Bible says, all of them that were standing there, this one just 
put his stone down and it's gone this one drops it and it's gone the last one that was left he took the stone look at the woman so why you are lucky you are lucky can you use one if not for jesus and they are last today would have been your very last and he dropped the stone and he also left so when jesus christ woke up he saw that there was nobody there so this is a demonstration that if you are spiritual you have you need to have wisdom imagine that when the people came trying to stone him trying to stone that woman Jesus Christ just rose up and started condemning them and started speaking arrogantly and started telling them his mind what do you think would have happened before he, because before the people came there so if he had said something Contrary to the laws of Moses, or said something that wasn't wise, that would have been the end of that woman. The, the woman would have been stoned, and Jesus Christ would have even received some of the stones. But because he was able to demonstrate wisdom, because he was able to act in wisdom, the Bible says the woman was saved, and she went her way. So, whatever situation that you face, as a Christian, so Christian, if you don't have this ability to take the right option, if this power of wisdom is not with you, you see that at the end of the day, you are going to make the wrong decision and you are going to get problems. Some of us, because we lack wisdom, when we have problems with our spouses, whether your husband or your wife, whether any, any important person in your life, we don't know how to solve the problems in wisdom. We don't know how to take the right decision. And at the end of the day, you end up losing that relationship. We end up even complicating the situation. Instead of being able to get the right thing out of that situation. And this is what the Bible is teaching us today. That if you have wisdom, you can be able to take the right decision. And one of the marks of a Christian is to be able to demonstrate what wisdom Amen. Amen. Oh, amen. Oh, amen. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7. If you can put it there for us. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7. Proverbs the Bible says, Wisdom is the principal. If we say something is a principal, you just ask yourself, what does it mean for something to be principal? What does it mean for something to be principal? What does it mean for that thing to be called principal? What it means is that wisdom is the first thing that you are supposed to get as a human being. Principal means the most important. And the chiefest, the chief of all the things. So as a human being, you can develop the ability to sing. You can develop the ability to preach. You can develop the ability to cook. You can develop the ability to, 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 to maybe you are a hairdresser, to do hair. To do anything in your life. But if you have all those abilities, if you have all those uh, skills, and you lack that thing that is called wisdom, that is, you are, you, you are going to 
you are going to shipwreck your, 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 your life. Or you are going to destroy that skill. Because of lack of wisdom. So the Bible is saying wisdom is the principal thing. The most important thing that you are supposed to have. Whatever you are doing. Whether in your marriage. Whether you are a student. Whether in your the, the upbringing of your children. Even whether in the work that you are doing for God. If you don't have this thing that we call wisdom. You are not going to be able to maneuver your way when it comes. When situations come for you to take decisions. You take the wrong decision. Instead of the right one. But lift your right hand and say from today. Oh, say from today. I am going to take the right decision. I am going to have wisdom. In all the steps that I take. In the name of Jesus. Now let's go move on. The Bible says therefore get wisdom. Therefore get wisdom. Say after me. Therefore. Therefore. Get wisdom. Get wisdom. Say therefore. Therefore. Get wisdom. Get wisdom. Get wisdom. Get wisdom. Get wisdom. Get wisdom. The Bible says what? Get wisdom. He didn't say that wisdom will come to you. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. The Bible never said that wisdom will come to you. It said you are the one that's supposed to get if you are home. With your child or your daughter, and you tell the child, Get me water. What does it mean? It means that the child is supposed to get up and go look for the cup, look for the water, fetch it, and bring it. So, what it means is that the Bible is saying, You are the one that's supposed to get the wisdom, you are supposed to follow up. And go and acquire the wisdom. Because the wisdom doesn't come automatically. That is why the Bible says that in all your gettings, you have to get wisdom. But somebody who asks, how do we get wisdom? How can I get this wisdom that we are talking about? How can I be able to receive this wisdom that we are talking about? And then you find out that one in the book of, I think it's in, uh, it's in James or, yes. He says that if any of you lack wisdom, what do you do? He says you should ask him. He says if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask me. If anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask me. So it means that to be able to get wisdom, it's supposed to be an asking. Let's look at something from Ephesians chapter 5 verse 15. Ephesians 5 15. The Bible is telling us how to live. Uh-huh. It says, See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Go to verse 16. And it says that redeeming the time, because the days are hot, the days are evil. Hallelujah. Amen. So what it is saying is that you should be careful how you live. So Please give us the King James, the, the King James Version. Be careful how yes, you live. Because how you live, how you live your life, it's all something. Papa said something one day. That where you have reached in life, it's as a result of the wisdom that you have. Amen. Amen. So, all that you are doing in life, whatever life pertains to you, it's as a result of the wisdom that you are operating in. Hello. Amen. So, he's saying that. 
We should make sure be careful how you live. Be careful how you live. How you are living. How you are doing your things. How you are going about your activities. How you are taking the decisions that comes in your life. It's a of what you are today. So if you are operating in the wisdom of God. If you are living with the word of God. Today your life will be better. Today your life will be at a certain level. But not as that of fools. So the Bible is saying that if any of you lack wisdom, you should ask him. Hallelujah. Amen. So making the most of every opportunity that comes your way is also called wisdom. Amen. Amen. Oh, amen. Amen. So as at now, maybe you'll be asking yourself that as a young man. As a student, as a student, what is the, the, the right thing? What is wisdom to me at this moment? What can I do to improve my life? Remember, the sum of your life is the wisdom that you have. So now that you are young, and you are now coming up, one of the most important things to you the Bible says show, up, show the child teach the child in the way that he should go and when he goes he will not depart from it so the most, the most important thing for you as a young person is to be able to seek God follow after God follow God and where can you find God you can find God in church you can find God where they are sharing the word you can find God in listening to the word of God that is what will be wisdom in your life so that tomorrow when you grow and you become like your mother or your father maybe your parents were not fortunate to be able to get the wisdom that you are getting today so today when you look at their life it is not so enjoyable it is not so nice maybe it's not their fault but you today you are here you are hearing the things of wisdom so if you want it to be well with you tomorrow you have to make sure that you are seeking after God because it is God that when you seek he will direct your path and help you to become an important person so parents if you are here and you have a child and you, are, you, you don't teach your child the ways of God. You don't teach your child the way he or she should go. Tomorrow, his life is not going to be as you want it to be. No, it is, it is not something, it's not that maybe I am, I, I, I am happy and I'm talking like this. No. It is the right thing. If it is really true, that the wisdom that you operate with is who you are today. Then it means what you want to become tomorrow. You have to start working on that wisdom that will help you to become that thing. From today. So if you are a parent and you have children, please show them the way to go. Please show them the way to go. Teach them the things of God. Because if you don't do that, tomorrow you are going to be in trouble. Today, I went to call somebody to check. He was a very young boy. And when we were in the house, the mother asked him to do something. He stood up and he told the mother, Ma, I do it. Ma, I won't do it. She knew what. And the mother said, Hey, no, say, hey yeah, if you don't do it, I'll give you money for food. Okay. Do whatever you want. I said, I won't do it. She knew what I'll be. 
and the mother went to hold him trying to pull him to go and do the thing even wanted to slap them up I'm telling you this is, you know it is because most of us like today some parents will go to church and they will leave their children in the home they will say take care of your I'm going to church you know that the, 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 the wisdom of God or the teachings from the Bible is what is going to direct your child's path you know one day Papa said something he said there is nothing that changes a person than the word of God and it is true. Somebody can go to school. I, I always use this man, Atai, as an example. Atai was an educated person. And he was somebody who was famous in his society. And he was someone who was having parents. But he was a thief. No advice from the parents was able to change it. Sometimes he goes to steal. They catch him. They beat him. And they take him to the police station. The beating couldn't change him. When he goes to the police station, they put him behind bars. And he goes hungry. That thing didn't change him. Until they were fed up and took him to prison. For some time that he was in the prison, they said, some preachers came there and started preaching. Started preaching. Started preaching. And not long I heard, that now Atai, the prison officers themselves, prison officers they sometimes take him out for him to go and do evangelism. He is burning with the scriptures inside him because of the Bible things and the, 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 message, the Bible messages that were preached to him. In the prison, in the cells, now he has changed. So if beating couldn't change him, if insults couldn't change him, if advice couldn't change him, and the word of God has changed him, then it means that the word of God is the only thing that changes him. So if today you are here and you know this, and you leave your children at home, you don't encourage your children to do the thing of God. My brother, my sister, my mother, my father, you are doing yourself. Because like the man, the woman I'm talking about, today he's having a problem with the, 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 the child. And nothing is changing the child. Even me, I was standing there. And I was telling him, stop what you're doing. Go and do it. He said, oh, pastor, pastor, you've said it. But don't do it. Look at what is happening. But if the, the, the mother had pushed the child into the things of God and the fear of God has entered this child, he would never have done that. So one thing that we are supposed to also know as parents, let's leave our children to do the things from God, the work of God. Let's allow them to be exposed to the word of God because it is the only thing that is going to change them and turn their lives around. Ah, if you believe it, put your hands together Hallelujah. Amen. So the way of wisdom is beyond the reach of the fool. That yes. is one of the things that Papa said in the message that he gave to us. He says the way of wisdom is beyond the reach of the fool. So it's not that the person is only a fool. The difference between the fool and the wise person is because the wise person was able to stretch 
to get wisdom. But the fool, because of laziness, has folded his arms and sitting there and waiting for wisdom to come. It will never come that way. Maybe you don't understand. This thing that Papa said, this is scripture. Let's read it. I think Proverbs 24, verse 7. Proverbs 24, verse 7. You will see that it, it is not like as I was saying earlier on. Wisdom will not work to you. You have to go and look for it. Uh-huh. Look at what it says. Wisdom is too high for a fool. So the way of wisdom is beyond the reach of a fool. So it's not that the person is just a fool. But it's because he has he, he finds it too high and too inconveniencing to be able to search and look for wisdom. As I was saying, the Bible says, Bible says to be able to get wisdom, you have to ask. He said, if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask. If anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask. So, what we can say from this is that, do you know that asking for something from God is prayer? Hello. Ah, Praise Him. Jesus is alive. Do you believe it? What did he he says, or say, when you want wisdom, if you lack wisdom, ask God. Uh-huh. He said, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. That giveth to all men liberally. So it is God that is going to give you the wisdom. Now, now your responsibility is to ask. So from this statement, from this scripture, we can see and we can be able to deduce that wisdom. To be able to get wisdom, your, your ability to pray determines the level of your wisdom. Because it is asking, it is prayer. But you are not praying. It says it is beyond the fool. The fool thinks that the person who is not wise, he thinks that ah, too much prayer, too much prayer. What am I doing with that? Why are we supposed to be on the Mumpire? Why are we supposed to be on the Mumpire? I can't do that. When you do that, oh, yes, you are behaving like this fool. Oh, yes, that that wisdom is above you. And you cannot go for it. Because the Bible is saying, ask. And asking is prayer. So if you are not praying, and you want to be wise, it will not be possible. Am I saying it or is it in the Bible? Oh, am I saying it or is it in the Bible? It's in the Bible. The Bible is saying that if you lack it, and you think that you want it, then you have to ask. But the reason why many of us are not asking is because laziness is our portion. If, if now I should ask, which I'm not going to ask, because if I ask right now, matter will come. How many hours? How many minutes? Do you pray in a day? And We shall see. Somebody last time somebody told me that he prays he prays three hours. Oh, look at this person. Who is saying that he prays three hours? I was surprised. So one day I was with the person and it was evening time when he was supposed to be praying. 
But before I realized, that person has opened his laptop and was watching a movie. You see, that is what the Bible is saying. It is beyond fools. A fool thinks that ah, that thing is too much. So why don't I enjoy some movies? Why don't I enjoy some people can stay on a phone call for hours? But tell the person that let's pray. And you see what will happen. So this person that I'm talking about, he was watching movie. Movie after movie. I think it was some series or something. And I was there. And I was observing. After watching it for some time, I think it was over over two hours or so. After that, and you know, he was coming to pray. And he said, Oh, Rade. I said, Oh, Lord. You know already. You know that your children are tired. So come and take care of us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. That is the prayer of the person who was telling us about Pai three hours. You see, that is how most of us are deceiving ourselves. Sometimes we, we think that we pray. But I'm telling you, put, put a timer for timer down. And say you are praying. That's where you see that you are not praying. Oh, at all. That is where you see that that hours that you say no, you are. Don't us it is just minutes. And then you are off. Now we Oh, Lord, you know already. Oh, Lord, you know that your children are tired. So you come and take care of us. And then you are asleep. Now what? This shows that you are not operating in that wisdom, that capacity. That God wants us to obey. To be able to get wisdom. So if you are not being able to ask, if you are not being able to pray, if you are not able to inquire of God for wisdom, then it means that wisdom is going to be beyond you. And if wisdom is beyond you, it's not, I'm not the one that is saying. The Bible is saying that that is a quality of a fool. But I know in scheme there is no fool here. We are all wise. And we all have the wisdom of God. So from today, even if we are not praying as we ought to, we are going to change and be able to pray in the name of Jesus. Put your hands together unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So our father gave us some points. The things that hinder us from getting wisdom. Reason why most people don't become wise. And one of them, one of them, that has been the problem of many of us is the company of wrong people. Keeping wrong company. Keeping wrong company is one of the most uh, the reasons why most of us are not being wise? Let's read something from Proverbs thirteen twenty. Proverbs thirteen twenty. So if you want to be wise, then it means you have to keep wise company. You have to walk with people who are wise. He said, "He that walketh with wise men shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed." So what the Bible is telling us is that if you want to be wise, walk with wise people. Today the question we have to ask ourselves, who is your friend? Who are you working with? Who is your? Who do you take advice from? That is very important as to whether you become wise or you become a fool. Because the Bible says, he that walketh with wise men shall be wise. So which type of men are you working with? Which type of people are in your company? Which type of people 
Will we see when we come to your house? Are we going to see people who are versed in the word of God? Or we are going to see drunkards? Or we are going to see weed smokers? Or we are going to see liars? Or we are going to see people who don't respect their parents? Which people are in your company? That is something that we have to take notice of. Very, very well. You know, when I was thinking about this, when the Holy Spirit drew my attention to certain things, and I was asking myself, so, Holy Spirit, what are some of the things are, where, who, who at all are we supposed to keep as company to be able to make us wise? And there was something that he told me. He said, the first person, the wisest person you can ever walk with is the Holy Spirit. So if you want to be wise on the surface of this earth, Never take a step without the Holy Spirit. Let's look at something from Isaiah 11 verse 2. Isaiah 11:2. So before you can be wise, the wisest person that you can ever get to walk with is the Holy Spirit. Said, and the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The Spirit of what? Wisdom. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, one of the things that he acts, he adds to your life is wisdom. One of the qualities of the Holy Spirit is wisdom. So when you keep the Holy Spirit as your company, as your friend, there is no way you are going to walk and be a fool. There is no way you are going to be unwise in the things that you do. As I was saying earlier on, maybe you ask, how do I get this wisdom? It is all by asking. It is all by praying. It is all by making supplications to God. That God, give me this spirit of wisdom which is the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Because one of the qualities of the Holy Spirit is what we are reading. It says when it comes, the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon you. And when he comes, he comes with what? The Spirit of wisdom. Amen. 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 So wisdom is one of the things that the Holy Spirit will add to your life. So today, Whatever decisions that will face you, whatever journey that you want to embark on, whatever options that you will face, if you can be able to ask the Holy Spirit to come upon your life and take control over your thoughts, you are always going to make the right decision and you will never make the wrong choice in life. Lift your right hand and say, Holy Spirit. Oh, say, Holy Spirit, come upon me and bring me the wisdom from above. Say, Holy Spirit, come upon me and bring upon me the wisdom from above. In the name of Jesus, put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. So, if he's saying that we should ask him, and you get up, and you don't ask for this Holy Spirit. And you take any decision that you want. You are going to get any results. If you don't pray. And ask for knowledge from the Holy Spirit. And you make any step. 
result is what you are going to get. You get any reward. You are not going to get any property. Any life changing thing. If you want to marry, you want to go to school. You want to uh, 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 check for the education of your children. And you don't ask the Holy Spirit. At the end of the day, your children will go to a school. You, 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 you go and take a certain spouse. You are going to regret at the end of the day. So all that I'm saying today is that we should not, we should not, we should not forsake the Holy Spirit in any decision that we want to take. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. John 14, 26. John 14, 26 is telling us that when the Holy Spirit comes, there are some things that He will do for us. But the Comforter which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name. He shall teach you all things. He shall teach you all things. So it means that whatever you want to do, you need the teaching. You need guidance. And that guidance only comes from the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So without the Holy Spirit, decision making, it will be difficult for you. Without the Holy Spirit, you can make good steps. You can't You do what you think is right. There is a way that seems right to man. But the end there is to destruction. So if you are not being guided by the Holy Spirit, you are going to take a certain decision that is going to shipwreck your life. But I pray in the name of Jesus that the wisdom of God shall be your portion. In the name of Jesus, the wisdom from above, the wisdom of the Holy Spirit shall come upon you from today onwards. And you shall take the right decision. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, put your hands together unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So the Holy Spirit told me again. That the second wisest or wiser person that you can walk with and be able to walk in wisdom and be able to take the right decision so that you don't go the wrong way is your pastor. Your pastor is one of the people that when you walk with or you listen to you shall always make the right choice hallelujah amen hallelujah amen you, do you know why because this is the word of god god himself said i will give you i will give you pastors according to my heart this pastor that i will give you are according to my heart and when they come, they shall teach you knowledge and understanding. Hallelujah. Amen. So when you are working with a pastor, when you are working with the set man of God over your life, you are bound to walk in wisdom. You, are, you, you see, you will not be making mistakes in life. Because that person that God has given to you, like our father, there is no way you will come to our father and ask him of something that you are supposed to do in life that you will not get wisdom that you will not get the right option from him but here is the case most of us 
we are not asking the wisdom. We are not being able to pray well to ask of the wisdom. So one way or the other, we are lacking this wisdom. And the next thing that we do is that we don't go to the pastor to get advice from. When we want to do something, we just get up and then we do it. We don't ask our pastor. We don't ask the man of God. Because me, I can't hear anything. Papa, Papa, what is God saying about this What should I do? How would I be able to come out of this situation? Because that person you are going to talk to is someone who has been influenced by the Holy Spirit. So when he is speaking, he is not speaking his own mind. He is speaking the wisdom of God. He is telling you what God wants you to do. That is all that he is telling you. You know, Acts chapter 20, verse 28. It tells us something there. That the people that are overseeing us, the people that are in charge over our lives, they are there because, it says, Take heed therefore unto yourself and to all the flock over the which the Holy Ghost has made you, has made you overseers. So this one is talking about pastors. Pastors have been made overseers. Not by their own will. Not by their own doing. But by the Holy Ghost. So it means that whatever the pastor is doing is under the influence of the Holy Spirit. So it's the Holy Spirit that will tell the pastor to tell you what he's telling So if you are going to do something and you think that uh, uh, maybe you have not prayed enough. Maybe that decision that you are going to take is too high for you. What is the next thing you are supposed to do? Run to the pastor. Come to Papa. And say, Papa, this is the problem. I have this problem. But I don't know what to do. So please, what do I do? So that he will give you Holy Spirit filled advice for you to be able to make the right choice so that you don't go astray. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So they are overseers over our soul. If we say somebody is an overseer, what does it mean? It means he's your superior. It means he's the, the chief in the house. How can you take any important decision in the house and not inform your father? You are following a man. You are following a woman. Say, oh, I want to marry this person. I want to marry this person. But your father is not aware. The pastor that God has made overseer of us. He doesn't know what you are doing. You say, I want to go and do this work. I want to take this decision. And your pastor, the overseer of your life, is not aware. He doesn't even know what you are doing. Meanwhile, you yourself, your asking life, your ability to pray, your ability to ask of God, is not much higher. And you are going to do, take that decision on your own. What do you think is going to happen? If you are not careful, you are going to take the wrong decision. And before you realize, it is going to go against you. Amen. Amen. So you need your pastor's input in whatever important decision And this one, most of the times, it has to do with relationships. Most of us who are young and not married, listen, Papa has always been saying, the thing that you are seeing, you are going to saw 
The sea is going to become a source. Today that you are you say you are following somebody. And now you will be achieving. And you don't know the life of that person. You don't know how that person goes about his life. Listen. The Bible says man looks at the outward appearance. Maybe you have seen the guy. He's thick and tall. And then he has five five. Or five five. And then you, you tap his stomach. You can see that a com a comma man is his packs. Hunger has given him six packs. So you say, ah. So you say, ah. This is the man I'm looking for. But you don't know the inner the, the, the beast in that person. This is where you need your father's advice. This is where you need the superior's counsel. To be able to tell you. So I'm telling you, listen. Whenever you bring something to Papa, especially somebody you want to marry, it is only one question. Do you want to know? One question that he will ask the person, and he will know whether that person is good for your life. Or not. Do you want to know? Oh, do you want to know? Do you want to know? I will not tell you. I will not tell you. Me you want to know so that you don't come. I will not tell you. When you want to come and see Papa, Papa. and he will tell you. Papa. Hallelujah. Amen. I won't tell you. Text Papa. Text Papa. Call Papa. Freno. And ask him. Just that one question will let him be able to know whether that person is good for you or not. But if you are not careful, so you say that, oh, I've prayed over this. The thing I said I'm looking for from the man is what God has given to me. I was not expecting that because the person has a car. Because the person is is rich. Because he has six packs. Oh, you say God has answered my prayer. And then you want you go and take it. You see, this is the problem, eh? That has happened in a lot of relationships. A lot of marriages. Nowadays, eh, if you get close to the windows of certain husbands and wives, I'm not saying come to my window. If I catch you behind my window, something will happen to you. Hallelujah. Amen. But you know, it is something that is happening a lot. Nowadays, when you get close to a relationship, because they didn't seek counsel, because they didn't listen to what the pastor has to say, instead of going there to listen and hear, oh honey, oh I love you, oh I like what you are doing, oh you are so good, oh yeah, oh ah ah ah, you not hear that, but when you get there, you say abuabeni, which Animal is this? Which animal are you teaching? You see, you have become Chinese people in the room. Chinese forward Why is this so? I remember uh, this. Mikai Lewin has uh, some Lewin funny this thing. He said, "Oboba still bender." Obo. Yes. Obo. Obo. Then they are going to fight. That is what most marriages have become. Today. They, they are in the ring. Then they are with two hey, man, Roger, and Then they just, yeah, yes, okay, yeah, me. Yes. That is what is happening in a lot of marriages. And of course, what are you It has become boxing. Adani Kutupa on the bed. Instead of romance. Instead of somebody Adani, passing his head. And you say, ah. Oh, 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 ah. ah. Now you are there saying, after the mushroom, a boy crying, a mako fan of animal of Itek, or Jamel, a damage. Which ship is that? Shabemen, Shabemen, man's face. After the Ayanka. Oh, what a tall, what a odd, a dear crowd, a dear crowd. They are all because 
We take the decision without the, our pastor's the, the counsel. We think that our own wisdom can be able to get us far. But that, uh, that, that physical thing that you are looking for, that thing that you have put your eyes on, at the end of the day, maybe that is not the right thing. And that is not going to help you. Amen. Amen. So we have to make sure that the next person we take advice from is our pastor. Because of time, I yeah, think I have to end here. One month, there, one there are month lots, there are lots that we can say, maybe that we can share. But because we didn't start early, we have to end here. So from today, all that we are saying is that we need wisdom. We need wisdom, practical wisdom, to be able to help us in every decision that we take. You know, in Papa's last notes that he gave us, he says arrogance is the major identity of the fool. If arrogance is the major identity of the fool, if you are too big to learn, you become too poor to lead. So, what it means is that if you are arrogant and you are too proud you will not seek wisdom you will not look for wisdom like I am saying when you have a problem and you don't have the Holy Spirit to guide you and you have to come to Papa if you are not careful and there is pride in you you will say that ah we all pray God is Lord, Papa will ask God and God will say, That's how it will be for me. That is the mark of a proud person. And when you are like that, Papa say, You become too big to learn. You will not humble yourself to learn. And at the end of the day, you are going to face trouble. Because humility is the steps to acquiring the wisdom from the people that God has put wisdom in. God has placed wisdom in his men, in his pastors, that we need to go and get the wisdom from. But pride is what has prevented a lot of us from going to get it. When you are humble enough to learn, there is no limit where you can reach in life. When you are humble enough to learn, there will be no limit. There will be no limit. There will be no limit where you have to reach. Before, because no matter who you are, somebody is above you. No matter what you have achieved, someone has more than you. So, what will help you to be able to take from that person is humility. It's to become like a child. You don't know how to pray. You don't know how to read your Bible. Even if you are 70 years, you are 40 years, you are 50 years, and there is a young person who is good in reading the Bible, who is good in prayer. What do you have to do? Just get some humility and go to that person and say, Oh, how do you do this? Oh, how are you able to do, sustain yourself to, in these hours of prayer? Oh, how are you able to listen to the word of God? And that thing will help you to become wise. One of the ways that you can get the wisdom is to be able to humble yourself enough. You see, our father has brought the Geshem. Who knows what the Geshem is? My God. 
You don't know. I will teach you. Don't worry. Do you want to know? Do you want to know what the Geshe is? And this one, they will tell you. This one, they will tell you. No, that one, they, you won't get. So, the Geshe is pen drive. That contains the messages of our Father. Our Father, in His wisdom, has made the, the media people do a pen drive. And that pen drive, He has put His messages. All the messages that He has preached, that has been recorded. We have them on that pen drive. So, all that you have to do, as a humble person, who wants to be wise, in the things of God, is to come and say I need one and then you get one this humility of coming to get one of them is going to increase your wisdom it's going to make you wise because sometimes it is not every day that you get papa sitting by you advising you sometimes you can hear him through the messages that he preaches sometimes you see that there will be a message playing and the message will get to a certain point and then you see that ah, this thing that papa is saying is an advice for me in this current situation that I am going through it has happened to me a lot. And lot of times. I have gone through this. Sometimes you, you have a, a, a certain decision to make. But you are there. And, and the message is playing. And the message is playing. And the message is playing. Then Papa will say something out of the message. Then you get it. And then you say, ah. Ah. I think when I do this, it's going to help me. So today, the messages are around. I am pleading with all of us who want to walk, those of us who want to walk in wisdom. We all remember what the Bible said. He said that the wisdom is beyond which people? Oh, I said, it's beyond which people? Hello. Are you here? He said, it's beyond which people? It's beyond which people? I want to hear you. Wisdom is beyond which people? It means that wisdom, it says what? Wisdom is too high. Please don't say I don't have money. Don't say I don't have time to listen. One of the ways we have learned in getting wisdom is to be able to get an advice or walk with the man of God. Walk with your pastor. You cannot walk with your pastor other than listening to the words that he told you. And one of the ways is for us to get the messages and play them. When you are listening to it, the Bible says, as he spoke unto me, the spirit entered into me. So even by listening to the messages, you can catch the Holy Spirit to help you make right decisions and good decisions in life. So after service today, all of us, as we can, let's try. Because to be wise, eh, it doesn't come to you. If you sit down and do like this, and sit there, and say, Medium in Nibi. And say, I don't have any. Medium in Nibi. I don't have any. Medium in to me. I don't. I can't. Medium in to me. I can't. That is what will make you lack in wisdom. And I don't want to answer. That is what is going to make you take certain decisions and that I'm you don't want. To, and I won't be But if we want to, so per se, be able to stretch. And stretching is not easy. To be able to stretch is not a joke. It means spending money. It means 
spending time to be able to get what you want. And one of the ways to get there is to spend money and get the pen drive. And spend money to get the, the music box. And spend time to listen to the messages. It is of no use for you to get the message, for you to get the pen drive and not listen. There will be no impartation on your life. Don't worry if you don't have time to listen. What you have to do is that when you get home, you just put it in the player and start playing it. Don't say that I'm sitting down to listen. When you get time like that, fine. But even if you don't have time, just let it be playing. Just let it be playing. Just let it be playing. As you are bathing, it is playing. As you are eating, it it is playing. As you are talking with your husband, it is plain. As you are talking to your children, it is plain. And you see the importance of hearing the word of God. The word of God alone is light. When this light comes to you, it is going to drive away every darkness. And light is going to fill your home. And wisdom is going to fill your home. Put your hands together to the Lord. And please be on your feet. Please be on your feet. Please be on your feet. In the name of Jesus. Oh, put your hands together unto the Lord. So we are going to pray. We are going to pray to God this morning. We have heard His word. His word has come to us. So all that you are going to say is, Father, I come before you today. I ask for your help on my journey of wisdom. Life is a journey. And journey without wisdom is unprofitable. So you are going to pray this morning. Say, Father Lord, I come before you. I ask for your help. For your help. For your help, for your help, on my journey, on my journey of wisdom, of wisdom, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, wisdom, wisdom, in my marriage, in my marriage, wisdom, wisdom, in my education, in my education, wisdom, wisdom, in my job, in my job, wisdom, wisdom, in my in the upbringing of my children, in the upbringing of my father, father, grant me, grant me the wisdom, the wisdom, the wisdom, the wisdom, the wisdom, the wisdom that I need, that I need on my journey, on my journey of life, of life, in the name of Jesus, in the name. Please, Please, hey, we have, we have just learned that wisdom is the most important thing that you need in life. Mm. It's the principal thing. If you don't have it, yes, Lord. your life is not going to be worth, better. Yes, it will always be at level one. You will stay at that level for a long time. And now the Bible says, if you lack wisdom, ask God. Oh, when you are asking God for wisdom, and you are there and you are doing like this. Oh, please. Let let it be important to you. Let it be of uh, uh, some vital something to you, so that you ask God well. It is like I say, if you don't have life, you don't have anything. Yes. So if you don't have wisdom, 
Amen. So if we are asking for wisdom Jesus from God, name. please let's pray from our hearts and pray aggressively. Yes, because this is the most important thing that you need to do. So say, Father, Father, I come before you. I come before you. I come before you. I come before you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And I ask. And I ask for your help. For your help. On my journey. On my journey. Of wisdom. Of wisdom. Say, Father, Father, grant me wisdom. Grant me wisdom. Grant me wisdom. In every area, in every area of my life, of my life, in the name of Jesus, Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Say my father, my Lord. My father, my Lord. Ah. 
Yes, Lord. The way you are saying the thing that can't you know, speak with fire. Speak from within. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Say, my father, my Lord. My father, my Lord. My father, my Lord. My father, my Lord. As I clap my hands. As I clap my hands. And I pray. And I pray. I receive. I receive. Total deliverance. Total deliverance. Total deliverance. Total deliverance. From every wrong company. From every wrong company. From every wrong company. In the name of Jesus. 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 As I clap my hands. As I clap my hands. And I pray. And I pray. Adam Fubiara. Adam Fubiara. Onya Adam Fubiara. Onya Adam Fubiara. Asuja, This prayer that you have prayed, a lot of things are going to happen. Yes, Lord. Every person that is in your life that is not helping you to gain wisdom, before you get home, you see that you don't know what will happen. Yes, but that Lord. people will start ignoring you. And listen, when you start seeing those things, you don't go and try to get close to the person. Remember, it's as a result of the prayers that you have prayed. So the people are going to live your life. And you too. Also, if you you know people like that, when you first, uh, as you have prayed this prayer, make the conscious effort, take the practical steps to an amount to stay away from them. Over you away from them. Adam wouldn't say Adam Fubiara. You friend of yours? Then you know that a foot will pass. He doesn't give you any good advice. On mount, on fact, in pan two, he give you good. When it comes to you every day, all he's saying is, Men, pa, sorry. don't go to church. Let's go and watch pornography. Let's go and steal. When your mom says like, you don't go, giving you advices that you think you know that are not in the will of God. You have to take the step and cut yourself from them. Cut yourself. Oh, I say cut yourself. Amen. So who want shit? No one to tell when it's anybody. If you don't make that conscious effort to do that, it is going to be unprofitable to you yourself. Please, my, I'm not. Uh, 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 it looks like I'm smiling, but eyes are red. So my eyes are red. Our, many of us, our downfall is because of the friends that we have. 
and yet damfoa if not for the friend in kenya no no munsa you wouldn't have been a drunkard obi wo han kenya damfoa if not for the friend in kenya you wouldn't have been tea obi wo han kenya damfoa not for friends in kasiso gusu wo christo you would have still been but friends have taken a lot of us i unquote for you from the position that we are supposed to be if you maybe as here damfuti Somebody has lost his marriage. Somebody has lost the relationship with his parents. Please, this prayer is very important. This decision is very important that we have to take so that wisdom from above will come upon us. Now we are going to pray our last prayer. And we are going to pray that God should deliver us us. from every spell of pride. pride. The last thing that we learned was that if if there's pride in you, you will never humble yourself to oh, learn that. and be able to get wisdom. So we are going to pray and ask the Lord to rain fire upon every pride that is in us. Any pride in us. Sometimes, some of us, when someone is coming to church, they think the church is small. So what would they do in this church? Oh, Papa cry Oh, Papa is not even around. What would I come and do when I? That thing is a sign of pride. So we are going to pray. So the fire of God. So come upon our pride. Consume our pride and make us humble. In the name of Jesus. Say, my Father, my Lord. My Father, my Lord. My Father, my Lord. My Father, my Lord. I clap my hands. I clap my hands. And I pray. And I pray. Deliver me. From the spell, from the spell, and the spirit, and the spirit of pride, of pride. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Say, I receive, I receive deliverance, deliverance. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Jesus. The Holy Spirit just 
Many whispered to me that there is someone here that because of friends you have lost something very important in your life and you want to be prayed for. I wish I could pray for you now. But I won't. Because if I do, next week somebody will not come to church. You will tell me that it was because you were late. So I won't do it. If you are there like that, please wait. After service, we will pray for you. Amen. Please take your seats. Jesus Christ. Put your hands together for the Lord. Right.